we going to get this thing started? Are we going to do this? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do it. You know why we're going to do it? Because this, 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 this won't hurt a bit. We have a special guest with us today Yay. for this episode of This One Heard a Bit. Yeah. It's Josh Kurz. Who's Josh? Josh is just some guy who works in the company, <laughs> no. so that's it. I work on the other show, Shabam. <laughs> and every other show. Pretty and every other which, show. Which you should, if you haven't checked out Shabam, what are you doing? Go listen to Shabam after you finish listening to this right one now. a bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Josh, yes. you're joining us for this episode, and I want to start it off with a story, okay? So... I'm working, I'm on shift, and my friend, Kenny Bond, comes up to me. Now, you've probably heard Kenny Bond on one of our prior episodes, but he's one of the ER doctors who I work with. And it seems like whenever Kenny is on shift, something crazy happens. So he comes up to me, and he tells me this story. So a young Asian man comes in presenting to the emergency department. I'm up at triage up front, kind of seeing people right as they come in the door. And he says, hey, I'm having some bloody diarrhea. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sure, we get a lot of people who have that. And well, how do we work that up? He's like, but I really want to get treated for worms. I was like, worms, really? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh yeah, worms. And I don't know, I get asked this a lot. A lot of patients come up and say, I want to be treated for worms and this. And truthfully, a lot of times, I don't think they actually have it, but yeah. you know, they think they have it because they right. feel something. Or And he goes, no, I really want to get treated for worms. And I see next to him, he's got this little grocery bag plastic bag sitting next to him like did you bring me something I was like I hope that's not a stool sample (laughs) he goes no it's the worm I'm like well in that case let's let's come take a look at it so first thing I do is just take a look I open it up and I take out a toilet paper roll or just that little brown centerpiece of what's left over a toilet paper roll and wrapped around it is of course this giant long what looks like a flat tapeworm just, oh. uh, just sitting in there. I'm like, oh, it's like, okay. <laughs> it's like, that came out of your bottom? It's like, yes, that came out of my bottom. Oh, my gosh. And so now after that, I said, okay, tell me actually what happened. Sorry, it's a little bit backwards, but I have to, you know, I'm this a visual the person. That it, that, that this is the happened. order that actually right. happened in because I want to see the worm. So he goes, okay, so I'm, I'm having diarrhea. I had a little abdominal pain and cramping. And I'm having some diarrhea. Then I had some bloody diarrhea. So he gets a little nervous. And then after he has a lot of bloody diarrhea, he says, I look down and I look like there's a piece of intestine hanging out of me. Oh, God. And you know what's racing through his mind is he, he thinks he's dying. Right. Because he's having bloody diarrhea. Like his now, entrails are just, it's just spilling out. out. Right. Exactly, exactly. He is scared to death that he's like got something terrible. So he's like, oh, my goodness, my guts are coming out from me. So he, he's just like, he grabs it and he pulls on it and it keeps coming out. Oh, it's God. like, and what is this long piece of entrail? And he picks it up and looks at it. And what does it do? It starts moving. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's like, oh my God. He's like, that's a worm. <laughs> that's a worm. Oh. So I wonder if he was happy at this point that it wasn't his intestines or freaked out. <laughs> yeah. He told me he was freaked out. But I guess, you know, when you're thinking you're dying because your entrails are shooting out your bottom and you find out it's not you, but something else, that's probably a good thing. So um, he's sitting on the toilet and trying to figure out what to do with it. So he takes the toilet paper roll, like uh-huh. just the roll that's left over. And starts wrapping it around and pulling it out. He says he's just pulling it and just keeps coming out. And it's oh humongous. God. It's still coming out of his It's butt. still coming out of him. He's just strolling, oh pulling, 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 and pulling this giant worm. And he doesn't know if he has it all. It just eventually stops. He wraps it around this toilet paper roll, you know, washes it off and puts it in a plastic bag and comes into the emergency department. And that's where I see him. Oh, my God. 
Wait, Kenny, I, I have to know, I need you to paint the picture for me of exactly how long is this worm? Like if you were to have unraveled it, how long would it be? It's funny you ask that because we actually did do that. Oh my God. So I'm out at triage. So we're on the floor in the lobby of the emergency department. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, no. and he's trying to figure out how big this thing is. And I said, well, let's unravel the thing. So I take out a bunch of paper towels, lay it on the floor. It's perfect. Sanitary. Very sanitary. (laughs) There's worse things on the ER floor. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The worm's probably catching infections from other things. (laughs) And I roll the thing out and take a measure. Got a a clipboard to measure. And it measures out five and a half feet long. (gasps) So my, my, my height, five and a half feet long worm. And so he's like disgusted by looking at this five and a half foot long worm. Yeah. But also makes a great display for everyone to come by and take a look. And yes. everyone at triage is like, well, I guess I'm not that bad. You know, walk- <laughs> patients are walking by like, you know, for whatever their <laughs> symptoms are. So then I go back eventually. We have to ask some questions. Where did you get the worm? He wants to know how he contracted the worm. Right. And I ha- want to know where he contracted the worm because I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you think about third world countries. Have you traveled? Right. Have you been drinking well water? You know, what exposures have you had? And he's like, I haven't done anything for the last year. He lives in Fresno. He hasn't traveled anywhere out of the country. He doesn't drink anything funny. He says, the only thing I do is I love sushi. And no. so, yeah, no. he loves raw fish. I love sushi too. I love it too. I love it too. <laughs> but he loves not just sushi. He loves Salmon sashimi. That is his favorite. Oh my God. That's my favorite too. That is your favorite. How, oh no. what a coincidence. <laughs> so he says, Do you think it came from the salmon? And I said, I, I said, I don't know. I mean, you can get it from raw fish, obviously, but I don't, I didn't know for sure that this is absolutely where it right. came from. But he says, I eat, I eat raw salmon almost every day. And now he wants to know one, he wants worm treatment. So I said, fair enough. Yes. Uh, yes, no problem with that. And two, he wants to figure out when did I get it? Who did I get it from? You know, like what restaurant did I get it from? Can you like trace back how old the worm is to know the date I contracted <laughs> right. the, the worms? I said, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think it's that accurate, yeah. you know, so. Definitely wasn't yesterday. <laughs> it wasn't yesterday. That thing was big. So the CDC sent out a warning earlier this year saying that they found tons of contaminated salmon. Basically, salmon that they were checking in Alaskan caught salmon basically had these tiny little larvae worms in their muscle tissue. So the warning said basically you should basically prepare your salmon properly. And I don't know if you know, but sushi is supposed to be like flash frozen. Yeah, I, that's what I was going to ask. So, so was it not flash frozen or does flash freezing not protect against this? So proper flash freezing actually does kill the worm off. Okay. So, but if you don't bring the temperature low enough, keep them low enough, then it doesn't kill them off. So wow. if someone's mishandling it, not fitting the strict protocols, that's what sushi protection is for. You know, that's what the, the FDA does that just to prevent for that. If you cook it, obviously it's fine. So right. cooked salmon is not a problem if it's properly cooked, but we're basically concerned about raw salmon. What is the treatment for the worm? The treatment is actually really simple. It's an anti-helminthic, which is in medical terms, that basically means a deworming medication. And shockingly, it's no different than the deworming medication you might give to your dog from the veterinarian. <laughs> exact same medication. Single treatment, one dose, kills all the worms. Amazingly simple. So, so uh, as a patient, would you expect that you would take this pill and then poop out a bunch of worms? Or I wonder if that guy was done, like it was just one huge one. Yeah, we don't know for sure, but obviously since he's got one, he might have others. Right. So that's why you give it to him and just see what happens. You might poop out a giant thing of worms. 
This is awful. I told you so. <laughs> this is awful. I told you. Oh God. <laughs> That's why God Mel gave will not us eat fire. sushi. This it's, show. it's the most infuriating thing in the world. Oh, let's go out for some sushi. No, I'm not no. going to go out. And you know why? Because of this story. This episode yeah. story. should be released Ugh. immediately for a public safety. <laughs> right. This should not wait a year. Your this ancestors <laughs> harnessed fire for exactly this reason. Cook your meat to kill the crap that's in it. Don't eat it raw. You're not a tiger. So does that bring up any questions for oh you guys? Oh my yes. gosh. Number one. Okay. <laughs> can you get it from anything else besides salmon? Yes. Like what? What? Well, this particular tapeworm, or fish tapeworms in general, are called fish tapeworms because they can come from many different types of fish. And in their life cycle, first it's in a little teeny tiny little fish that gets eaten by a bigger fish that then gets eaten by the, the salmon or the other large fish that then you eat. So yes, many, many types of fish can potentially cause this. But it's got to be fish. I'm trying to, I'm this self-serving, but I'm trying to not feel yeah. bad about going so, to eat some more sushi. Okay, let me make you feel better, Josh. Um, you can get sick from fish. You can get sick from shrimp. You can get sick from pork, from beef, from lettuce, from not washing your hands, from the salad bar, from a cucumber, from a chocolate bar. So, nuts. What about nuts? Anything. You oh. can get sick from anything. But you wait, can get not, but, sick from eating worms <laughs> if you don't but, cook them. But if are you we cook talking, them, you can eat them. <laughs> But I'm talking about parasites. I'm not talking about the other stuff, like the bacteria. Because you're particularly more bothered by the thought of that living inside yeah. of you. Cook your meat. I'm, I'm particularly bothered that, that this gives Mel ammunition for why we can never have sushi and why he <laughs> right. won't ever try it. That's the most annoying thing. Thank you. Cook your meat. I mean, yeah, it's a risk. You, there, everything in life is some amount of risk, and so is this. But that's why we flash freeze things, you know, that's that's to get rid of these parasites. And that process was not properly done. And that's why the fish had the parasite. Okay, so how do you know if you have a tapeworm? Like, do you feel it? I, like, how, how would I know if I have a tapeworm? Because we've had salmon sushi in the last year mm-hmm. yeah. in Fresno. Right. Okay, well, sometimes it's going to be obvious, right? You poop out a worm. No, no. Besides the obvious of right? it staring back at you in the toilet. <laughs> right. So those are, uh, those are the more obvious cases. Yeah. Otherwise... A lot of the time, it's asymptomatic. Ugh. You don't know. They could be in you just right like a now. silent friend. And they, yes, a thousand of them. And you don't know. If, Wait, a thousand fully grown? Well, it's a segmented worm. Tapeworms are segmented worms. Well, yeah. And so that's why I had a question. So if you're pulling out the worm, I, I, I heard that because they're, they're segmented for a reason, they're like lizard tails. Like <laughs> as you're pulling them, they're more sensitive in the, in the, in the, in the joints so that you, you break it. And it can like slither back up into you oh, and grow more. Um, yeah. So actually, I don't know about the slithering back up into you phrasing, but in general, it's true that if like the part of the tapeworm could could break off and then you uh, void it. And but the you rest don't kill it, it. That's true. Because each little segment. Yeah. And if you look online, go to our has website. It has like its own face. It's go, like its own worm, each segment. Go to the website and look at the picture because we have a picture of the tapeworm if you want to see it. And we'll post it on the website. But each little segment has its own reproductive parts in it. It's like its own independent little organism. (laughs) It's a genius. You've got this thing flying out of your buttocks and you're pooping in the water and there's more tapeworms floating around the water. You're pooping over in the the rice paddy and there's some more tapeworms over there. It's great. It's living. It's eating. It's uh, taking all the nutrients from you and at the same time excreting little baby tapeworms. Yeah. I admire its its purity. It's a genius. (laughs) 
so here's how this infection happens, okay? Let's let's uh, let's talk about it. So you eat something. In this case, it's salmon sushi. Right. In or, Fresno. Or whatever it is. You know, you eat something. <laughs> Where you guys live. You eat the eggs. The eggs go into your intestines, and they form this little thing called a protoscolex, and it's like a head, and then it's got teeth and a little suction. And it probably looks like a little skull. It's probably a laughing little <laughs> flaming skull, like... Like flames coming yeah, out of its eyes. off his head saying, ah, I'm going to thrive in this little section. And then, it, and then it uses its little parasite wormy teeth to bite into your intestines and hook on and suction on. And then the rest of it starts to, to grow and develop from there. Now, you can get a full-length worm in about two months. Two months? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, in a and couple full months. full-length is five feet again or is full-length longer? Well, I can tell you this, Josh. I can tell you how long... Like the longest worm. Yeah. You know, when we talk about like, what's the biggest size of a great white shark? Okay, so the equivalent for tapeworm, like what's the biggest size for well, this gir- particular type of length? tapeworm? Uh, length. Okay, length. Guess. Take a guess. Six feet. I'm, I'm going to say eight. Good guesses. You guys are so wrong, though, <laughs> because the longest it can get... Is forty feet? Oh, Wait, so that means so that means it's from anus to mouth, <laughs> almost. That has to be. Well, Where could, else is it going to no, go? No, it could be longer because it could. It, it just could keeps turn coiling. Ah. And coil and, yeah, no. And it also, could how do you know? Like when they take it out, maybe it broke off. and yeah, there's another exactly. forty feet in there. You don't know because they only took five feet out of this guy, yeah. right? Well, they weren't ah. so there's, it out. there's we another thirty-five feet left in them. We don't treat it by pulling it out. We treat it with a pill that yeah. kills the worm, and then you poop it out. A jagged little pill. So I have a question. Um, <laughs> I don't have a colon because I had colitis and I had my colon removed. Right. Will I ever get a tapeworm? No, your worm's going to be like, nah, there's no yeah, place there's to no, live there's here. There's nowhere to <laughs> live. Get out of here. Try you, the next button. You do have a small bell and that's where they live. Yeah, you have a small intestine. It'll just get that removed don't too. Don't you yeah, worry. I need to get that removed. <laughs> take that out. Yep, the smaller you make that living space. <laughs> yeah. This sucks. This body's horrible. I'm going to go to the next one. So another way you might know you have it, you might have sort of gas, bloating, you might have vague aches and pains, and you also might lose weight because these um, are basically taking the food and stealing it from Perfect you. Perfect diet. And have these ever been used as a diet? Have they? Uh, yes, they have. Oh, Many times throughout history. You mean people history. elected to put a tapeworm in them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, because when you think about it, not that I would ever advocate for this ever, but you take a tapeworm, you're, you're pretty much asymptomatic, maybe a little tummy ache and then you know uh you give it a couple months it makes you deficient of your nutrients you get emaciated and lose weight and then you take a pill and you poop it out and it's done yeah but then you eat all your calories back so all you did was like how's a tapeworm for a year yeah free room and board it's like most diets you know it works while you're doing it but then you've got to be (laughs) careful after you've finished not to go back to your old ways so this was actually sold in pill form in the 1900s Mm mm-hmm and it's still available apparently today. Oh, the today. 1900s, though. I mean, wait, wait, what 1900s? 1990? Yeah. 1997? <laughs> Supposedly on the dark web, you can still get tape really? sent to you, and people still do this. And in fact, some famous God. people have even thought about doing it. With, with losing weight. We all know that everybody's obsessed with losing weight and watching what celebrities do to lose weight. But, you guys, there's a shocking diet trend that's actually been around for centuries, but it's having a dangerous resurgence in popularity. Let me tell you what it is. 
It involves swallowing a potentially deadly parasite that feeds off of your insides and develops into a worm that can grow to be 20 to 30 feet long. Yes, a worm inside your body to lose weight. I'm talking about a tapeworm. Look at that. And he's got a little hairy head. Do you see his head? His head is so not only are these worms good at uh, depriving you of your nutrients and making and you being lose disgusting. weight, they're also particularly good. This one worm in particular, Diphilobothrium latum, it's one of the fish tapeworms. It's really good at uh, soaking up all of your vitamin B12, which it, you need. you need that, but particularly to make red blood cells. So if you don't have it, then you develop a certain type of anemia. So that would be maybe another clue. So how do you get rid of this awful little creature? There's, um, there's a couple of ways to do this. So there's the medical way, which is a little boring, which is there's basically these anti-worm tablets. You swallow it. It's toxic to the worm. The worm dies. And then you poop it out. Boring, right? It's awful. But there that is another way. That doesn't sound boring at all. It sounds no, like the worst day ever. There is another way, which is much more sophisticated. And it's been known for centuries. So basically, you take a Mars bar and a marshmallow. And every night at 6 o'clock, you hold a marshmallow next to your buttocks. Uh-huh. And then uh, the worm comes out and eats the marshmallow, and then you have a Mars bar, and you hold that next to your buttocks, it comes out and eats that. And you do that every night, okay? This is real. This is serious. And so first of all, marshmallow, then the Mars bar. But then on the last night, you feed it the marshmallow, and you don't feed it the Mars bar. And it comes out and says, where the hell's the Mars bar? And you hit it on the head with a hammer and you pull it out. very scientific. It's the worst because it doesn't even work at all, even as a joke. It <laughs> uh, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's what we were taught. That's how you do it. Or you could take this pill that kills worms. Uh, either way, okay? With the pill, though, if you have 40 feet of worm inside of you and it kills the worm, aren't how long are you pooping out this worm? Probably for a couple of days. Ugh. In segments, Ugh. remember? In pieces. Ugh. God. There's a lot of screaming. There's a lot of darkness. It's it's terrible. You know, I don't know what's worse. Like, you, you're going to the bathroom and you all of a sudden think intestines are coming out of you. And yeah. then you realize it's a worm. Yeah. Huh? Like, I thought, I think it gets worse at that point. Right. <sighs> the human body is disgusting. Okay. And worms? <laughs> Even more disgusting. Thank you. What is the difference between a tapeworm and a flatworm and a fluke worm and a hookworm? Right. Uh, the terminology is very, very confusing. Okay, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to make it more simple, right? When we talk about parasitic worms, the word for that is helminths. Helminths. That's a parasitic worm. Another easy word to yeah. say. Helminths. Helminths. Catchy. Like min- minths from hell. Like ophthalmology. <laughs> <laughs> so helminths, or I'll just say parasitic worms can be divided into two categories. They're either flat or round. That's it. Flatworms, which includes tapeworms and flukes. Are round. And roundworms, which is everything else, and they're round. Done. Then there's many classifications within those that are not important. So, and the flukes are the small ones and the tapeworms are the long ones? Yes. Oh, so there's flat and round, and then the flat is divided into long and short. 
I don't I think it's a little more complicated than long no, and it's short. Not. No, <laughs> And then it's devoted, you know, it, whether it comes from a fish, whether it comes from pork, whether it comes from cattle. There's so many ways of dividing this up. Do we look like entomologists to you? No, we don't. So stop Isn't right now. Parasitologist. Yeah. Mm. Come on, Thank guys. Thank you. No further questions. The term helminth is actually an artificial classification that groups worms from many different phyla into a single category. This is highly controversial, at least in the world of worm taxonomy. For medical purposes, we do put these into two groups, as just said, roundworms or nematodes, and flatworms, which include flukes and tapeworms. But there are actually over a million different species of helminths. So, as Mel said, cook your meat. Or, for the rest of us sushi lovers, flash freeze your raw fish. Can I tell you about a couple of other ones, though? Yes. I want to tell you about the guinea worm. The guinea worm's been in the news a lot because of uh, President Carter. President Carter has been doing this thing in a number of African countries to reduce guinea worm because guinea worms associated with lots of badness and lots of morbidity and even mortality in Canada, in Canada, <laughs> in Africa. <laughs> Don't go to Canada. <laughs> and uh, so he's been, he's got a non-profit that's been uh, working on this. But Jess, can you tell us the real name for guinea worm? I can't pronounce this. I think it's Dracula osis. That's what it sounds like. It's Dracunculiasis. So you're minding your own business when all of a sudden you're in some infected water. And this water has fleas in it. Whoa. And you swallow the water because you're thirsty and Ew. you didn't know there were fleas in there. And you swallow the flea and the flea goes into your stomach, but your stomach kills the flea and it digests the flea. That sounds like a good thing. That's good, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But inside the flea is the larva of the guinea worm. And the guinea worm goes, it's all good, bro. I can live here. And it starts to grow in your intestines. And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then when it's a fully grown adult wormy, it decides, I need to go and make more wormies. How big is the adult wormy? Yeah, how big does it get? Uh, many feet long. Feet? Oh, feet God. Many? And it works its way through your intestines, through your tissues, and out to, you, often, usually, your leg. And you're standing there, minding your own business, and all of a sudden you look down at your leg and there's this big painful pustule on your leg. And you're like, ow, that really hurts. What the heck is that? And you put it in water because that gives you some relief. And then it bursts. Ugh, and there's a worm in gross. there that then releases lots of wormy eggs back into the water to start the cycle again. But there's a worm in your leg. A giant worm. A guinea worm. <laughs> Wait, uh, hold on. So... Part of it is sticking out of your leg, and if it's a bunch of feet long, where's the other part of it going? It goes up, into up your, your leg. Muscles it goes from in your, your leg. tissues, Ew, all over gross. the place. And so to get this worm out, you have to take like a stick and <laughs> slowly wind the worm out. But you don't want to pull too hard because if you break the worm, the worm might die, and then it produces lots of inflammation, ah, and your leg can get swollen up ah, and stop the drainage of the leg. Do people talk about feeling it pull? Like it, like. I am. I got a little tickle in my armpit as I'm pulling, pulling it out it of out. my leg, oh. all the way down like my side. Oh, it's upsetting. So you have to wind this slowly, and this can take days to weeks to slowly wind. And there are people, obviously, in your little village that are expert at this because it's so common. So they show you how to do it slowly every day, pull this worm out a little more and a little more and more. The guinea worm. Wait, and so there's Disgusting. people walking around with various stages various of stages like, yeah, of I'm worm. at uh, stage nine. I'm almost at, at the end. <laughs> hey, that looks pretty good. You got, uh, hey, you you got, got day, the stick. You got day three got on your leg. Day it's pretty stick. Well, well. Wait Isn't... for day five. It gets a little tricky. But then after that, you're in the clear.
the way you can reduce this, because it really is associated with lots of problems, uh, with leg swelling and people can't walk and chronic pain. And so if you drink the water through a straw, one of the special straws with a special filter, you don't get the flea, you don't get the worm, you don't get the guinea worm. And they've actually done these programs throughout uh, Africa and taken the uh, guinea worm almost completely gone. In wow. wow. So that's a good one. So isn't bring it? a filtered worm to Canada. Is this that's the life the moral straw? Of the story. <laughs> yeah, things like the life straw, these things that filter out lots of bad things. Oh, yeah. Very interesting. So, but it makes a hole in your intestine, though, in order to get to the yeah. leg. Yeah. God. So then well, God. do people die of like perforated colons? Well, it or? does it very slowly and it produces inflammation. They get oh. t- t- belly pain. They can have a little diarrhea and stuff. But there are worms that are like even worse than this. So there's a whole bunch of migrating worms. One of them is this thing Ugh, called, it's I don't awful. know, is it Lao It's an awful term. Migrating lower, lower. worms. Lower, 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 lower. That's in my Australian in there. So <laughs> this one is carried by the deer fly, which bites you. Mm-hmm. And in goes the lava when this thing bites you. It then migrates through your skin. So the little lava are crawling under your skin. <laughs> Thanks. And you know where that it ends up? It really likes to live? Your brain? Your eyeball. Oh. <laughs> it loves to live in the white of your sure, eyeball. Sure, why not? Why it goes there, I don't because know. Because they're parasites. They pick the grossest place to live. Yes. Your, your butt, your intestine, your, your eyeball. eyeball. Yeah. Genitals. Mm-hmm. It, so it goes into your eyeball, and you can actually be looking in the mirror going, what the hell is moving under the white of my eye? And it's this worm. And sometimes they have to be <laughs> surgically extracted. So some ophthalmologist has to go in there and pull the worm out of your eyeball. <laughs> can't you just take another pill? Isn't there a pill, yeah, is there a pill for it? Oh, yeah, but your, your eye can't poop it out. Someone's still got to, you know, you got to pluck it out. Can you like, cut a bunch of onions and <laughs> yeah. tear it out? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and there's, there's so uh, much <laughs> You like that worm? Another <laughs> onion. I'm going to give you that. How do you like that? <laughs> There's so many other ones we could do, like show after show after show, but there are other so ones that many. you ingest into your intestines. They then burrow through your intestines, up into your lungs, no. crawl up your windpipe so that you re-swallow them. Look, this is a nightmare that's, out there. Yeah, that's ascariasis. That's, that's the one that does horrible. That. That's yeah, the so, one that Eric so, Krantz used to poison his roommates. Uh-huh. Well, uh, so, yes, yeah, so tell the Eric Krantz yeah. story. Tell that story. <laughs> no, there was the in the Eric 19, in 1970. Eric Krantz, he was a parasitology student at uh, McDonald College mm-hmm. in Quebec, and they were Canada. Sitting, oh, this Canada again. home of parasites. And they were sitting around the table arguing about the rent, and uh, he apparently owed money, and the rest of his roommates were like, "If you don't pay, we're going to evict you." And he said, "I'm going to poison you guys with uh, ascariasis. What is it?" You got it, ascariasis. Yeah, whatever the the pig one is that he was working on. And they were like, you're gone. And he got evicted. And then three days later, they all three, the rest of them got sick. Hmm. And then they went to the hospital. Coincidence? Yeah. I well, that's the so. thing. They got sick with... Oh, the same thing. The, the, they, got, the, they were full of these worms. Yeah. Full of them. Sick with them. Well, they had like hundreds of thousands of eggs, which is like way more than what you usually mm-hmm. would get from a normal exposure. Mm-hmm. And so then the judge was like, well, you haven't proved that it didn't come from the sewage that came out of the sink, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. These worms all, like you said, Biological warfare with parasites. They go to really disgusting places and they do it in very interesting ways. So like Mel said, you eat the eggs, the eggs then hatch into larvae in your intestines. And then they're like, you know, we don't want to take the easy way. We want to take the longest way possible through the body. So what they do is little larvae go out into the bloodstream they end up in your lungs, then you cough, 
You cough out the little larvae. You swallow them. They go back into your intestines where they then form worms. It's like the longest route possible. Why'd they just stay in the intestine? I don't know. They're idiots. They should have just stayed there in the first place. You're oh, morons. they want to go see the world. They want to explore. Oh, I want to go and see the lungs. Okay, it's wonderful <laughs> over there. Let's go for a ride in the blood. Woohoo! So if you so ever gross. like you feel phlegm, don't swallow it. Spit it out. Just spit it out. <laughs> Check it for worms. And then it can cause inflammation in your lungs, and it presents a lot like asthma. So it can be very difficult to diagnose. So there's so many more parasites that we didn't have time Yay. to cover. There's so many more interesting ones. Maybe for a future episode, we'll talk about... I would about... say this is a good diet. You just listen to this episode. Yeah, you don't you have go. to ingest a tapeworm. Just talk about tapeworms. Yeah, no more So we're no not going to talk about so the little fishes and the stuff that crawl up at the end of your penis when you're in warm water? I think we should, but another time. Wait, is that... That's when you urinate and then it cr- goes up? It's like, yeah. oh, wait, that's a penis. Then it goes. But for another time. Yeah, and filariasis, which causes elephantitis. Another time. We can. That's a parasite, and we can ca- talk we, about that another time. We should also be glad that you're not a fish and you get that parasite that um, goes in your mouth and replaces your tongue. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, it eats the tongue away and then it just sits there where the tongue is and then it just it just eats the food that you eat. That if, would, if you're a fish. That would be disturbing. What that's is, when you eat the potato salad. Take that, that's, fish. That's right. Take that. You want to live with my tongue? It's not going to be <laughs> such a great ride. Because we're going to eat nothing but yeah. rotten potato salad. Here we go. This sucks. I'm out of here. And then you lose your tongue, though. <laughs> Okay, I think that's it, guys. So thanks to our guests, Dr. Kenny Bart and Josh Kurz. Thanks to Jess Mason, Dave Mason, and I'm Mel Herbert. This Won't Hurt a Bit is a production of Foolyboo Incorporated, produced by CeCe Herbert and Bill Connor. The information you hear on This Won't Hurt a Bit should not be taken as actual medical advice. If you have actual medical questions about actual medical things, you should see an actual medical practitioner. Even though we are actually doctors, we're not your actual doctor. So, be sensible and keep it real. And this, oh this. 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 This.